Welcome, welcome, welcome to Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. I'm Kat. And I'm Liz. And uh, today we're going to talk about an uncomfortable type of conversation. And in talking about what you need in an uncomfortable conversation as a human, not just as an employee. Hmm. Uncomfortable conversations. I know <laughs> I know a thing or two about these. So you do. I'm curious. It feels like something may have sparked this topic, Liz. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, you and I talk to managers all the time about how to have conversations, both the positives and the not so positives. But at our company, we're doing our mid-year performance evaluation. So I've been like working a lot with managers on how to prepare for them, how to share feedback, how Mm -hmm. to you know, be honest and all, how to not give opinion your your opinion, but more fact based. All these other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking with them, and I was saying, you know, like ask your employee how they want to get their review. Mm-hmm. So you know, we were talking about that, and like, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, ask them. Do they want to get it first and stuff like that? What a concept. What a concept. Understanding your employee and how they like to receive feedback, how they like to be communicated with. Doesn't that sound like uh, maybe a little bit of Mary Abajay and managing up? (laughs) It does. It does. Managing up. And and it's also on the manager to manage down. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it's both ways, right? Yeah. So like, so I've been thinking about that. And then I had this conversation with a friend who had this like, like awful feedback scenario. And so I'm like, let's just talk about feedback for a bit. Yeah. So feedback done well, I I have clients that will Mm -hmm. look at me and kind of give me a halfway smile and say, but Mm -hmm. I learned from someone that feedback is a gift Mm -hmm. Um, because I really do believe feedback done well is the best gift we can, we can give the people that we work with. Right. If if it's done with heart and, and, and someone may be like, uh, showing up in a way that they have no idea the mm-hmm. impact that they're having. Yeah. And if, if you can have a artful and heart-based conversation around feedback that actually can deliver the message, mm-hmm. people will receive it. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I think that it's true. You know, people like to receive feedback in different ways or like, you know, people like to be communicated with in a certain way. And I think that, you know, I, I talk to people all the time about when you start a job, make sure you know, how to communicate with your boss, how they like yeah. to be communicated with. How, but it's also, you know, do it with people on your team. Do it with people that, yes. that you know, it, it's not just managing up. It's managing across and managing down mm-hmm. and just kind of managing relationships, period. For sure. I will say on that note, it's also about managing in a timely way. Like mm-hmm. I was working with someone today and something happened that like in hindsight should have happened a little differently. And it, like, it's a learning. It's not a big deal. This mm-hmm. is not an admonishment or like you're going on a you know plan or something, but it was like, Hey, you know what? If this happens again or something like this, like do, let's do it this way versus the way that it was done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Learning opportunity. Now, if I waited till their next performance review to give that feedback and be like, what the heck are you talking about? Whereas Mm -hmm. it was really easy feedback to give because it was like something that happened in the moment and like, Mm -hmm. but we had the hindsight of, you know, if we had done it differently, this might not have happened. No biggie. Hey, hey, the best leaders are the ones that have, that have made mistakes, (laughs) which we all do every day. and, And you learn from them and you become 
you know, you become better as a result of learning from the mistakes. There truly are learning opportunities, okay, but, yeah. but there, that does require an openness and you can't be, mm-hmm. you can't be someone who knows everything or else, you know, you're not going to receive feedback well or give it well, you know, so right. you have, to have that openness. That's a Brene Brown thing too, right? It totally is. So, so like, let's talk about like in terms of formal feedback, like mm-hmm. formal performance reviews, like, we we want managers to ask you like how would you like to get your review and things like that but if they don't what do you do cat well i think that you know i think that it's absolutely okay if you know that you're going into a review meeting to ask your boss hey would it be okay to take a look at that before we meet just so i can have some time to digest the material and to give some thought to it and if I was a manager and someone asked me that, I would not have a problem saying, sure, let me send it to you and, and we'll talk. Yeah. And, and I think you can easily say, like, I have a hard time, like, hearing it in the moment. I'd like to read it and mm-hmm. be able to think about a response. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely want, you know, I want to hear your feedback manager like in your words, but I'd like to read it first just so that I can kind of know what's coming. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. I can have a calm and not emotional mm-hmm. response. I well, mean, and it, yeah, in that case, you're going to go into the meeting kind of already knowing what's going to go down a little bit, a little bit, and 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 to be able to be more present as opposed to be kind of guarded as okay, what's coming at me? Oh my god, Kat, I will tell you, like I haven't been an employee in a while, since right? 2005. Yeah, <laughs> and when I used to have performance review. So I haven't had a performance review in a really long time. Yep. So when I used to have them as a young buck, I'd cry mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's not, it's not uncommon, Liz. I mean, you know, that's not uncommon. I but, know, but, but they weren't even, they weren't even bad. I, I've never had a bad performance review and I cried the whole time because like the angst of talking about how I did mm-hmm. was so overwhelming. I couldn't hear a word they said. I was just trying not to cry and then trying to make them think I wasn't crying. It was, it was great. It was great times. The worst. But I think if I had read them beforehand, then that you would go in, Yeah. You would go in going, okay, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I can be present now. And that's, that's one of the advantages. Now, you know, listener, if you, if you do ask your boss to see your review first, it may, some bosses may find that unconventional, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, what's the worst thing that the, the worst thing that can happen is they say, oh, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. But they, you know, most seasoned managers would understand and, and be happy to support their employee in being more comfortable during this kind of a meeting because they can be awkward sometimes. Totally. But what if they do say no, Kat? Like, I mean, we've, we, I, we would love to think that all managers mm-hmm. are wonderful and would say yes. And that I would tell them to, but what if they say no? That's a, you know, that's a tough one. And there, there is a chance that they'd say no, but I think that, I think that, you know, you can say, well, thank you for considering it. It, it, you know, I, I just wanted to let you know that it would make me more comfortable. Yeah. You, you know, you can double down on how you feel about it. Um, but if they're, if they're not going to budge, they're not going to budge. And my guess is that if they don't budge, you know, they may not be a seasoned leader, right? Yeah. They're, they're, right. They're, yeah. They may have some 
they may have a little bit of uncomfort around the situation too. And, you know, there are some managers that really like to, you know, like to um, be the authority. And, you know, I would probably want to probe there a little bit if I was working with that manager and an employee came to me with that feedback. I probably thought that would be a worth a conversation to at least entertain. Let's talk about what the resistance was there, right? Yeah. But I also think that in that case, I mean, what you, what I would say is, okay, I respect your decision not to give it to me. I may not be very talkative or I may not have a lot of responses. And let's set up some time later in the week where I can, we, it can be more of a conversation once I've digested the feedback. Perfect. That's a perfect response, Liz. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But I would just set the expectation like, okay, cool. I respect that decision, but like, mm-hmm. I may not be able to respond. Yeah. yeah. I might need some time to digest this. Yeah. So I would, I would like, you know, I would like to request that we have a part uh-huh. B of this, right? Yeah. That, that, that you can deliver the information. Let me process it. And then we can talk, you know, yep. even in a day or two. Totally. Totally. So, so Kat, sometimes, you know, we, we love to talk about uh, your reviews should not be a surprise and you should yeah. be having these conversations mm-hmm. and that's awesome. But we also know that that's not always realistic. So like, let's talk about if a review is a surprise or like how to respond to a review that isn't exactly what you expected it to be because you've yeah. been having feedback all along. So you knew what it was coming. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, to, to piggyback on your, you know, your front end request, you know, if you're, if you're shocked with what's coming at you, receive it as, um, graciously as you can Mm -hmm. and ask for some time to process Yes, and, and to say, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to have a conversation with you in a day or two when I've had time to think through this, Mm -hmm. you don't have to say process. Just so, so I can so I can give some thought to this. Thank you yeah. so much for your feedback. Yeah, like this is a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. You know, write your response mm-hmm. before you you meet to talk about it. Whether you have it ahead of time or you know this is an in a real thing, but like when responding to feedback, write down your responses mm-hmm. because in the moment you might blink. Like yeah. if you have it written down and. We're we are a hundred percent on board with writing the nasty, emotional, <laughs> bad word filled one and throwing mm-hmm. it away, mm-hmm. and then writing the calm, fact based. You know, the the calm, fact based, and professional response. And then you ask for that to be placed in your you you ask for that to be placed in your employee file right along with the review. For sure. Yeah. In fact, it may take three or four drafts if you've been surprised <laughs> and blindsided with feedback. And you just keep yeah. on going. You keep on you keep on editing until you get the emotion out of it. Because for sure. You know, the, the thing that you want to avoid in, in review situations, you don't want to come across as defensive mm-hmm. or emotional because God forbid you get you get labeled as emotional and that can be career suicide, right? <laughs> And the girl who cried in all her performance reviews says the same. Like, yeah, you're going to feel, especially if you feel attacked or you feel wronged. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? You're totally wrong. I'm awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. or I did that well or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or you never give me any guidance or any of this. Or Or what about, yeah, what about the feedback from these four client groups that talk about how I walk on water? Where's the disconnect? Right. Might that be in your over on your side, manager, and you don't yep. want to say that, even though you're thinking it. And it's okay to think it. 
Oh, thank it. Again. You know, and, and, and I Drafts. think with, with feedback, you always have to consider the source too, mm-hmm. right? If you're working with a manager who may not be seasoned, who may not, who may not have kindness as a value, that may be may, an asshole. Yeah. That, that may come through in the review and that may not be a reflection of you at all. It may just be a reflection of how their MO, right? Right. So you come into the meeting with acknowledging this is your these are your, oh, manager, manager, my manager. These are your thoughts and opinions and and perceptions of me. But in my experience, th- this is where I feel like we have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. And in those conversations, you want to use I messages. It's about you. If you go in saying, manager, you're the worst and you're wrong and you suck and you're this and you're that. Yeah. Guess what? You don't even have your finger on the pulse and everyone knows it. You don't know what's going on, manager. Even if you think that, mm, 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 that's mm -mm. not the time to have the conversation. Thank you for the feedback. I hear it and I'm going to take it in and I'm going to respectfully disagree on these issues. I I hope that this, in this conversation, we can get more aligned. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when you said that I am not a great communicator, like I hear what you're saying, but you know, I I have this whole communication plan for this project I did that people said they really felt up to date and I got all this feedback. Like, so you, you refute it with fact and evidence Mm -hmm. and you can do that respectfully. Absolutely. Without being accusatory. And so, all right. I don't know that any manager under the sun is going to be like, you know, I was wrong. You're not a crappy communicator. You're the greatest. You just proved me wrong. (laughs) But the goal is to get closer aligned Mm -hmm. and to share perception to meet in the middle. Yeah. And we're not saying that you're wrong. We're saying you're not going to get someone to do a 180 most likely. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. goal is to have everybody do a 45. Yeah. And that may be hard to hear, but it's ultimately, especially when you're dealing with a difficult manager, Mm -hmm. I'd love to say you're going to be able to make them do a 180. That's going to be rough. Mm -hmm. But the more you can be calm, Mm -hmm. respectful, say Mm -hmm. things like, I hear that, uh, duly noted, Mm -hmm. and, and then come with your rebuttal with facts and with data and give examples that yeah. and, and then and and ask to have that have it in writing mm-hmm. and ask to have that be submitted along with your review for sure and and you can start the conversation you know we we talk about Brene Brown a lot and we love to rumble and we're gonna have to rumble about this and all this stuff but it's like you can set the scene of you know I appreciate that you took time on my review but we're gonna have a bit of a rumble here because I have some fundamental differences of opinion here. And I'm hoping that we can get more aligned and Mm -hmm. see each other's percent, you know, Mm -hmm. see what each other thinks more clearly. So are you willing to have this conversation with me, Mm -hmm. you know, now that I've had a chance to really, you know, take in your feedback? Okay. So Liz, what, Yeah. again, a good manager is going to hear many keywords that you just said and, and say, yes, Liz, let's, Let's That's really incredible. let's take the time and really get on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what a good leader is going to do. A, a not a not seasoned, a not confident leader may be threatened 
by uh, by the pushback and double down on how they're right. Mm -hmm. And if that's if that's the case, and in this case, uh, you know, what what do you say, Liz, when they say, no, I'm not going to talk to you about this? No, this is the review. This is how I see it. I'm your boss and this is how it is. And if you continue to talk to me about this, Liz, I'm going to have to, you know, we're going to have to talk about insubordination. I mean, that's extreme, but I hear you. And the answer to that kind of, okay, I hear you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I was hoping we could talk about it. I respect the fact that we can't. And then you have to make a good career decision for yourself. Right. So, so dear listener, um, do you see how, do you see how Liz diffused a potentially really difficult conversation that could have gone into an argument that could have really impacted the relationship with the boss. Don't, don't fight with them. If they're going to be right, you can't fight with people who are right. I I can't engage if they're not going to listen and they're not going to engage in the conversation, then you engaging it in in the conversation without them is going to only get bad results. Mm -hmm. So you say, thank you. You say, I hear you. And you can give your rebuttal to the review to your HR person. But at that point, you have to decide if this is the work situation for you. Just to underscore what you're saying, Liz, is when you realize that there's not going to be a discussion, you get yourself out of that conversation as gracefully as you can, as quickly as you can. Yep. And then you think, and you go talk to your board of advisors Mm-hmm. you know, people who ideally have worked with you in the past and know who you are as worker, right? They, they know mm-hmm. how you perform mm-hmm. and, and ask for feedback from them, but also ask for advice. How do I, you know, how do I navigate here? And yeah. if you have a boss who's not willing to talk with you and who is always right, that doesn't seem like a mentor kind of boss to me. It's not, it's not. And so that's going to take navigating on your part. And you have to make decisions for yourself. But we encourage you to have feedback discussions and we don't encourage you to have feedback discussions that are one-sided. Mm-hmm. They need to be discussions on both sides. And I think if you take anything away from this formal feedback discussion and it goes into the informal one, which there's some similar advice, but it's up to you to teach your manager and your peers and you know people underneath you, if you are a manager, how to best give you feedback and interact with you. Yeah. They're not going to know. You do not come with an instruction manual. So you have to say, you know what? I love written feedback before before mm-hmm. an in-person. Or, you know, I like to hear feedback this way. Like, if mm-hmm. you know something about yourself that will help them manage you or work with you, you need to say it. I right. love email. I hate Slack. Cool. I'll email you and I will not Slack you. But if I don't know that, I might love Slack. So I might Slack you. So do, you know, duly noted to, we can't expect people to read minds. And Mm -hmm. the, the best we can do as an employee with a manager is to tell, you know, is to share how, you know, what our preferences are. And, 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 you know, while you're sharing your preferences, you want to know what their preferences are too, because, Mm -hmm. The best way you can manage up is knowing how they like to be communicated with and then give it to them that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's that's exactly it. So let's talk a little bit about giving less formal feedback or like making suggestions for people. Mm -hmm. Forget the performance review. Now we're just like talking that everyday feedback stuff. So I was catching up with a friend who told me this story about being in a Slack conversation with a group of their peers and their boss suggested that they take a class on something that they feel like they're pretty solid on. And it, it wasn't like a malicious thing. Like the boss wasn't like, ah, I'm going to get this person or anything like that. But the person was disagreeing with the boss in a respectful, kind way. And they, the boss made this offhand suggestion that yeah. was like, guh, guh, guh. and they were livid. They were hurt. They were embarrassed. And of course, like the boss had no idea that this person was like, well, if you feel that, you know, this way, I, I, we shouldn't work together. So, like, no. Kat, what would you say the person should do in that kind of situation? Like, they have just been kind of humiliated, and they yeah. felt bad, and mm-hmm. they felt, like, disrespected, and, like, ugh. One of the golden rules of feedback, Liz, yeah. is to praise publicly and to criticize uh, or provide constructive feedback privately. Amen. And so, And so that boss didn't do that. Okay. So that boss may not know, right? So this could be a learning opportunity for that boss. So what I would recommend that person do is, you know, the next Mm one-on-one that they have is to say, Hey, I want to talk about that incident on Slack last week. Yeah. I appreciate that you had a suggestion for me, but it's important for me that you know that the way that you communicated that with me made me feel X, Y, Z. And when it's an emotional conversation like that, a model that has been super helpful that I learned a long time ago, but it's, it's kind of magic. It's when event A happened, I felt Felt B B. and I thought C. Mm -hmm. And that way, like you said, Liz, it's, it's, it's honoring all of those are I statements, right? Yep. And you're not saying, cause you were an insensitive jerk. Yes. Even though. It kind of wasn't an insensitive thing. You embarrassed me. You did this. But you can say I felt really embarrassed and it actually flooded me with shame. And I'm I'm sure that wasn't what your I'm sure that wasn't your intention. So my request would be moving forward, if you have feedback for me like that, could you please give it to me privately? Or suggestions. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like the I like I was listening and I'm like, the boss probably just like gave that suggestion, like what didn't even think that was feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, God, you hate me, you know, like total gut punch. And I'm sure the boss didn't give it another moment's thought. No, no. In fact, it because wasn't, like, it wasn't oh. a thought. It wasn't a thoughtful comment, period. No, but like they wouldn't have even yeah. said that they gave feedback because they were like, oh, well, since you disagree, I think you should, you know, watch this video. And it's like, Mm -hmm. are you Mm -hmm. kidding? You know? And so we have to know as managers, like even suggestions shouldn't be made in front of peer groups Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. any kind of like that shows a weakness in your perception of your person. Like, and even up peers, in amongst each other. Like, and it's different to say to someone like, Hey Kat, you should totally check out this article than to be like, let me prove my point by giving you this article. Mm -hmm. 
If I'm well, proving my point giving you an article, I'm doing it privately. I may share with the group, hey, everybody in the group, you love this article. And that's not a targeted performance. That, like, it's mm-hmm. a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. We have to be really careful with how we suggest things in public. When respectful when it comes to suggestions and feedback. Totally. And, you know, I've seen people in group settings and in work settings, like they, you know, go on like the general channel of Slack, which is basically like standing in the middle of the, you know, open with, desk yeah. space and being with a like, megaphone, right? Yes. Why don't we do this kind of work? Or why don't we do this? And it's like, Shh. zip. And people can't see me. I'm like zipping my <laughs> lip. Um, it's like, oh my God. So now the you and then you watch the people whose job that is to defending themselves mm-hmm. and it's like ah! yeah you have no idea what can cascade from one comment so you know it's all a learning opportunity hey we're on you know we're here to learn um, mm-hmm. and so bottom line if we have preferences it's it's on us yes to tell people how we want you know to stick up for ourselves and to kindly teach people how to work with us. And if, you know, if we don't do that, we're going to end up hurt and disappointed a lot more than we want. Yeah. Or we can, like, again, to my person who likes email, but hates Slack. Mm-hmm. So if I say to Kat, Kat, I love email. I hate Slack. And she continues to pound me on Slack. Mm-hmm. I can be like, hey, Kat, remember when I told you, like, Slack and I are not friends? Please email me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm so sorry. I will only email you. Great. I just gave you the guide to Liz book and now, mm-hmm. you know, and I can then refer back to mm-hmm. my request if you don't follow it, yeah. but I can't expect you to know it just because I never slack you. Yeah. People don't think about, I, I don't want to say people aren't kind or thoughtful, but I don't think about how would Kat want to receive this? Would she want to receive this as a text, an email, or a Slack? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Or a conversation, which might Or a conversation. Be, yeah. And mm-hmm. I love Kat to death, but I don't think that deeply. But if she's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I hate the Slack. Mm-hmm. Great. I won't Slack you. Yeah. At least with sensitive stuff, right? Okay. At least, you know. But like, if she tells me how she wants to work with me, then I will respect those requests as much as I can. And sometimes I might forget. And if she reminds me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was in the, I forgot. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't tell me, I don't know. I mean, if it's your company culture that Slack is heavily used and you don't like Slack, you might have to get on board with Slack a little bit more, but Mm -hmm. for, you Mm -hmm. know, but it's, it's perfectly okay for personal kind of conversations to say, Hey, can we take this off Slack and, and do it someplace else? Right. Or to say, or I I even think in a slack heavy culture, if that's not your modus operandi, you can, yes, you can't like log out and never log back in. You're going to miss stuff, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But if in your personal work with your peers or whatever, you can tell them your preferences. Or it's kind of like, you know what? I am much more organized in email. So if you want me to retain this, email is going to work a lot better for me. Right. And that's like, that's being transparent. It's yes. being a little it's being a little vulnerable, but it's also saying this is going to be the most effective way to work with me. This is why, right? So then there's then there's context. Yeah. Or I check email a lot more than I check mm-hmm. other things or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So what we're saying, let's sum it up. Nobody has your guidebook, so you have to tell people how you like to receive feedback, how you like to work, all the things. Mm-hmm. You have to help people give you messages, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. In and the be- way you want to receive them. 
and be curious with who yes. you're working with and ask, ask the same of them, right? Because not everyone may um, even know that they can have preferences, right? So totally. ask, you know, ask them what their preference is and then, and then do your best to honor that because sure. that builds trust, right? Oh gosh, Liz wants to know how I like to be communicated with. How cool is she? And so now cool. I like her more. Yes. But, you know, that, that kind of, that kind of stuff builds authentic working relationships. And that's the whole goal here. Like how can we have real respectful, kind, authentic relationships? Well, it, you know, sometimes it means having uncomfortable conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. Other times it's just, Hey, this is, this is how, you know, this is how I work better. Communication is on us, right? We are CEOs of our own careers, no matter what our job is. And, you know, be curious, be respectful, ask questions. When you're coming at it from that respect and doing your best, people, people feel that they see it and it's going to sure. build, it's going to make a stronger working relationship. hundred percent. And on that note, if you have questions, if you have stories about feedback, email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. Good luck with your mid-year reviews. And until next time. This is Real Job Talk, the podcast with practical advice for mid-career professionals. Our website with all Real Job Talk related information is realjobtalk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topics you'd like to talk about, and Real Job Talk stories. And you may find them featured on a future episode. Use the website or email us at realjobtalk at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Real Job Talk. And on Facebook and Instagram at Real Job Talk Show. My name is Kathleen Nelson Troyer. You can find me on Twitter at Daily Cat. And on LinkedIn, I'm Kathleen Nelson Troyer. And I'm Liz Bronson. On Twitter, I'm Liz B. Consult. And on LinkedIn, I'm Liz Bronson. Real Job Talk is produced by John Mark Troyer. Our graphic artists are Lexi and Zachary Bronson. And thanks for joining us. Until next time.